Greetings fans, welcome to a special edition of Shy Lounge. I am the Sensational One Shinblade, and man, this is, will be a refreshing episode for my beginning listeners of Shy Lounge. Uh, it's been a long time since I had an interview. It's been almost about two years since I had to sit down with uh, a wrestler or a featured guest of Shy Lounge, except for Operation Joe and Mika Villas and Davino. Um, just having an interview period so it's very refreshing to do this but I'm gonna be very very honest with you this is the interview I was supposed to upload about two years ago right after WrestleCade and I I um, thought I lost this interview with a couple of other clips uh, because I had a hard drive that I accidentally left behind in the hotel room in North Carolina so I thought all those interviews and all of those uh, episodes that I taped were gone. It was only like a handful of them, but luckily I found them. They were uh, in my tablet that I used to record when I'm out and about, and I was just so grateful to have it. So anyway, it's very refreshing to have an interview, but before we get to that, I just wanted to show you how excited I am that in a few days, WrestleCade will be resuming operations. Obviously, you know that 2020 wasn't a good year for Russell Cade. They had to close down every day, everything due to the pandemic. And I was actually fine with that, but I was a little bit bummed. So this year, they have returned. North Carolina, Winston-Salem. I will be down there. Mika Villas will be down there. And a new friend of mine by the name of uh, Jeffrey Taylor will be down with me. I should call him JSL because that's his brand, too. Uh we're going to be down there live in full effect at Russell Cade, uh, Winston-Salem, uh, seeing the Showcase of Champions Friday, the Super Show on Saturday, let alone with the convention early on in the day, and Sunday with Queens of Combat, or should I say Ladies Night Out, and the AML uh, wrestling show that will be afterwards in the afternoon. I'm excited to be on the road. This is my first wrestling event in about a year and a half ever since this pandemic started and I can't wait to uh, I was going to say flap my wings but I can't wait to get my feet wet again in the world of independent and professional wrestling but before that ever happens I'm going to toss you an interview that I did two years ago during the Queens of Combat show and it's with a very special friend of mine by the name of All Ego Ethan Page. Now, to give you a little backstory, I met Ethan Page uh, in Pennsylvania in the beginning of 2016 for Keystone Pro Wrestling or Lancaster uh, Championship Wrestling, whatever the name was. And I was very impressed by him. I have never heard of uh, Ethan Page before that date, but leaving that. Uh, 
event, I was such a fan of his and how funny he is and how hardworking he is. And at the time of interviewing him, he was currently in Impact Wrestling. If not the, he was one of the longest reigning tag team champions uh, that ever was with Josh Alexander uh, with the name The Norse. So since then, uh, he has departed Impact Wrestling under uh, internal means and appeared in All Elite Wrestling where he is crushing it. Him and Scorpio Sky, the men of the year, along aligned with America's top team with Dan Lambert and his skilled MMA fighters. And uh, he's on a bigger stage now where people can see him, people can interact with him. And one thing that people don't know that, uh, like... Ryder and Hawkins, the Super Major, um, the Major Brothers podcast. Ethan is a toy collector. I didn't talk to him about that, but on his YouTube channel, you can see that uh, they do vlogs backstage at AEW or, you know, just uh, toy hunting and collecting. So, you know, I haven't caught up in a few months though, but I know Ethan is just working hard constantly. Whether he's working out, pushing his brand, doing videos, and also being a husband and a father. That's a lot of work. And anybody who's a content creator that has a family and, a, and or a spouse will say the same thing. So anyway, I interview him outside of the Queens of Combat show, sitting at his merch table. And we go on such random topics, which will be uh, in the descriptions below. Um, Ethan has been a uh, good friend to me and I hopefully been a good friend to him and also um, if you if you have the title match network or the high spots where they show the Russell Cage Super Show I did a little uh, hand work with him guest work should I say where I taped his vlog in the ring walking down the aisle and being ringside with the uh, six six uh, man person match with Theodore Long I forget the names of the participants but it was a very fun time I was grateful to help him with his vlog work uh, hopefully I'll be there in the future again whether it be an AEW gathering a toy gathering or even a backstage vlog a man can only dream um, so again Ethan Page has been a good friend I'm going to shoot you the interview right now let me know what you think uh, sensational one on Twitter, sensational one on Instagram, uh, Snapchat the same thing, Facebook official Shinblade. Just send me your comments. Let me know what you think about the interview with myself and all ego Ethan Page. And right now, here's the interview, and I'm going to tell you one more thing: it's not confidence; it's all ego. All right, check one, two, three. Check, 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 check. No confidence, all ego. Damn right. Anyway, uh, I'm here with one of my good, uh, I would say friend. Uh, I, see you, I see you more than some wrestlers, I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's true. I am here with uh, all ego Ethan Page here at Russell Cade. Uh, we're outside the Queens of Combat show, so if there's like a uh, noise that you hear in the background, it's because there are women wrestling. Yeah, it's pro wrestling. Uh, yeah, pro wrestling. There's a ring, there's people falling in it, and there's crowds making noise. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I gotta tell you, man, we known each other for uh, three years. Yep. Through uh, Keystone, uh -huh. uh, Evolve, yep. and maybe Impact. Yep. I haven't been to an Impact taping yet. Um, I see, I, dude, I see you on the indie shows all the time. 
all the time. I'm a traveler, man. I can't help it. And one thing, one thing that's hard for me with interviewing people is time. Yep. Because you know you want to set your merch table, which we're sitting at. Uh, people want to pay for your for your merch. People yep. want to get pictures with yep. you and talk uh, wrestling with you. Yep. I want to ask you, and I want to turn it to a full-on interview. But what was the one of the craziest t- uh, customers you ever had? Oh man, uh, there's customers that come up in tears. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yesterday, I think. Well, it wasn't a crazy story. It was, uh, it was heartwarming. I sent it to my wife right away. There was this little kid wearing my T-shirt, and like at conventions like this, you're talking about like the biggest names in wrestling, right? So, mm-hmm. like, there's people that are have lines out the, out the door and see like this family kind of like pushing their kid mm-hmm. wearing my t-shirt to come meet me was like the coolest thing because he was so nervous but I'm also noticing that a lot of my fans are younger mm-hmm. and they're going to grow up watching me now so I'm slowly carving my fan base out of professional wrestling and it's the kids that are watching Impact TV right now or that know how to use all the apps and to download everything and stream everything so it's awesome or even just my YouTube channel like I'll get fans just from watching my vlogs that don't even watch professional wrestling like I had a bunch of people like that but if you're saying crazy fans I've got people that have me tattooed on them really (laughs) where multiple people Um, I've had like my full face and body tattooed on someone I've had my logo tattooed on someone Uh, yeah so there's it's you get from the bottom to the top, it's uh, yeah, it's it's a crazy world. I'm sorry, people just went crazy for Tessa Blanchard walking in the room. I mean, she's a star. Oh yeah, she's doing it. Um, now were these like on the arms that he tattooed? That he uh, had a tattoo? Uh, well, I think one was the leg, one was the arm, and I, think, I believe there might be one more, like uh, a signature that got tattooed. I'm not 100 percent sure, but yeah. Yeah, I know a guy. Um, my man Chino up in New Jersey, I think he had Paige t- uh, signature. He ran to his tattoo artist and yeah. got it tattooed on. Yeah. I was like, man, that's dedication. Hell yeah. And you know what? If you love it, that's great. Like, it's your body and it's, you, what, what, it's what you like. Like, I know, like, my parents scratch their head why I have over a thousand toys in my basement at the age of 30. So, uh, but you know, it's not up to them. It's it's my thing. It's my passion. It's what, it's what I'm a fan of. It's. Yeah, it's my life. But it changed so much, you know, because, like, being an adult is, like, you know, take all your toys, throw them out. Right. Just have a house, and you have knickknacks all over. Uh, but now it's, like, the adults that I know, like, 45, they got all the Funko Pops lined up in the sure. basement. Yeah. Like, like, it's a shrine or something. Yeah. I don't even have one, and my first one that I want to get is, like, Fat Thor. Yeah. From, from <laughs> it's a good, I have that one. It's a great one. Uh, it's awesome. But now, uh, you know, you do your you do your YouTube, and like nowadays, I think some people that like you say they don't like profes- they don't do, like professional wrestling, mm-hmm. or do professional wrestling, and they just go straight to the YouTube. They want to see Ethan outside the ring. They yeah. See Ethan, so Julian, Julian yeah, outside yeah, yeah. the ring, and um, oh, by the way, I'm gonna put this on the show. But thank you for letting me take you down to uh, Russell Cage for the Super Show. Oh, dude, yeah, hell yeah, leave this in your show. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. You helped me with my vlog and. Like that's so, it's so hard for me because when it comes to the vlogs, like I'm filming myself, right? So I'm usually selfie style, got my flip camera up, and I'm just like pointing it at my face. But to actually have like someone in the locker room that's willing to help me out to actually film things for me, so I can be on camera, it's the best, man. Because like the audience watches for me and all the special guests I have, but 
half the time I'm just holding the camera pointing it at everybody else. So it's like a documentary of all my friends. But well, for you to be able to film me is very, very appreciated. Well, I'll tell you one thing. If you're ever in the Northeast and if I can get there to an event or something, impact or whatever, just I'll give you my phone number. Give me a call. Sweet. I'll run up there and do it because um, it's very humbling for me, other than being a podcast, just helping out with people's material. I appreciate Helping it. out with the table, doing the photos. It's just nothing for me. I don't even charge a thing. It's like... If I'm lacking, I'll be like, you know, help me out or something. But if it's like, you know, I got money myself, yeah, let me do it, man. I'm, I'm good, whatever. Because so you're a good person. That's <laughs> <laughs> I'm a good. That's how that works, man. Some, look, look, look. I tell people this. As is in nature, I'm a good person who can do bad things. So to some people, I'm a For bad sure. things that can do good. Yes. Bad person that can do good things. Yeah. And, but uh, it, it's so much when it comes to content. And now that wrestling uh, has come up since what September that All Elite has come up. Uh -huh. It's like a wrestling show every day of the week. Yep. And I just told you off mic that, you know, sometimes I just want to go home and Netflix and I don't care about anything else. I, I barely Twitter Instagram, which I'm trying to get my game up. It's yep. hard. It is hard. And like, I, I was just talking to my wife about this because uh, I recently just did uh, Burt Kreischer's podcast. Yes. And he was telling me Instagram is like his thing and then I got to boost up my Instagram stories and I'm just like, man, I'm, I'll try, I'm trying my best, but... To keep up with that, I got a Patreon account, so I got to make sure that people that pay for my Patreon they get some exclusive content. Then I, I'm Twitter is my thing, like that's my niche I've carved in wrestling, and like I, I try and stay as active as I can on Twitter, and I feel like that's helped my career a lot. Then there's Instagram, like I was saying, I'm failing on that, and then I got YouTube to deal with, Facebook to deal with, then all the promoters contacting you and all that. It's just like it never ends. And wait, wait, trust wait, me, wait, man, wait, I get wait, 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 wait. You gotta get Snapchat. Oh, no, no Snapchat. <laughs> no Snapchat. I don't need ladies sending me things I don't want to see. And that's why I don't have a Snapchat that's, account. Yeah, I'm not, that's not the lifestyle I like to lead, so I, I avoided Snapchat instantly. Well, I heard they get down to Snapchat, and I said, no, I don't want to see that. Like some, Not to put anybody out, but I know female personalities, they get a little, uh, a little wild. Risque. Risque, and I'm like, nah, keep professional. I want to see you in your tights or in your street clothes, but I don't want to see I don't want to see any of it. No, no. <laughs> You got, wanna, a, you got a wife, I want to show up to work. Canadians do don't job. cheat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. Uh, you, you I, I don't have enough balls to make that a T-shirt. Canadians I, don't cheat. That's so funny. No, actually, that's a good T-shirt. That's a great T-shirt. Canadians don't cheat. You and Josh Alexander. I don't know if he's married. Or he's married. He is, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. But we could just say for our tag team, the North. Canadians don't cheat. Oh, oh, okay, okay, all we right. High, uh, no, uh, pro wrestling tees? Pro wrestling tees, pro maybe one day. Okay, but um, like I said, we met three years ago, and I'm going to tell this story that, uh, you know, just simple me at Pennsylvania, and I remember you fought fighting Sanji Dutt, and yep. he kept slapping you on your ass, yeah. and then you pulled your ass out, and it was kids at the show. Yeah. It was like, why? It was like... So, for me... I love to play the fool and the clown because everyone in wrestling takes themselves way too serious and in reality I could probably beat the shit out of 90% of them in real life. I have a black belt in karate, I have a black belt in taekwondo, I have nothing to prove when it comes to this like choreographed fighting. Yeah. So for me to argue to try and be the toughest or coolest guy and essentially like we're doing a play in front of like an audience that wants to be entertained. Yeah. I want to offer them something completely different. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to go out there and, you know, try and put on a persona that I'm not in real life. Like, I don't walk around, like, grumpy. I don't walk around like an asshole. I don't walk around trying to prove myself. And I just want to go out there and make people laugh, make people have a good time. And kids think that shit's funny. Like, 
you see a dude's hairy butt and he's getting his ass kicked by a guy half his size it's just like that to me that's like it's silly and it's like i guess uh like slapstick comedy but you know what like I'm okay with offering something completely different than the rest of the show. So, so you're in the room like Colt Cabana, like he does comedy. And but you know what? And then you look at Colt Cabana, and he can take what he does, which is like joy. He get, he literally brings joy to people and then watch him in the crowd, and he's completely different than everybody else. But when the time comes, he could be as serious as anybody else, and that's just a gift that he has, and I think I have too. So when the time comes, like you've seen me in Evolve, yes. uh, very serious wrestler right now in uh, Impact Wrestling with the yes. North. We're a kick-ass tag team. It all uh, To me, I'm just trying to play the part that the person paying me wants me to play. But also, uh, speaking of Evolve, I remember this one day, I don't remember the date, but I remember that one match with Darby Allin yep. where you took a body bag, put him in it, yep. Uh, filled it with thumbtacks yep. and kept smacking it with chairs. Yeah, and it was one of the most. I even powerbombed him while he was in. Yes. Uh, yeah. It was one of the most ugliest non-deathmatch fights I ever seen in my life. Huh. And Darby has—he's killing it right now. He, to me, I say to him, he has the biggest balls in wrestling. I I, I love that. I'm a, I'm a fan of his, not just a friend. Was and, that? Uh, I'm a fan of his, not just a friend. Was that your idea with the, with the thumbtacks? Oh no, that was all him. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's all him. Uh, he wanted to do the body bag. He wanted to pour, pour the tax in it. Honestly, the entire storyline with Darby Allen was him pitching crazy ideas, me trying to be like, oh man, this sounds very dangerous. And Gabe just being like, ah, let him do what he wants. <laughs> so I remember that. I remember the Troll Boys with uh, ACH. Yep, that was a great time in my now. career, too. And um, I watched the recaps of the videos, and I just kept laughing, like, completely. Again, but that's that was like... That was our way of offering something completely different to what Evolve was doing, especially at the time. They were like very grappling, wrestling-based, yeah. and like we were offering just pure entertainment and almost making a mockery of pro wrestling, which it's not something you expected to see on a show that booked by Gabe Sapolsky mm-hmm. or loosely tied to WWE. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was like we were just trying to be different, and we were also trying to just kind of shove it in their face, like, hey, we don't really give a fuck about this place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, I know that uh, now, as of right now, he's out. He's uh, yep. doing his thing. He's out. He wasn't in jail. <laughs> what the hell? Well, you know, I saw. Oh the, man, I, he ain't locked up no more. He's out. I, I, I saw the tweet and you know the video and everything, and I was just like, wow. Like, yeah. You, you could have said that you quit, but he just basically and he's he's a good friend of mine too, so I, I like him. But uh, I hope he kills it. I, I hope he does well too, and I hope he's in a good place and he's happy now that he's. Available to do what he wants, and hopefully the freedom uh, can, you know, put him in a better mood. Yeah, yeah. And um, after that, like I, I was joking on you for a while when you were in Impact. You were a lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you were playing a lawyer with uh, uh, Chandler Park. That was my character. Yes, yes. And with, Joseph uh, Park, Joseph my Park. cousin or uncle or something. How did, how did that come up? Again, I was just filling a role. They they came up with this kooky idea, and uh, I was just so eager to get on television and try something else that I just agreed to it and. I did my best. Mm-hmm. But I, I have to come back on social media a little bit. I know I'm marking out for Ethan Page, but it was one, I think it was you, when your, your wife announced that she was pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had yeah, a picture yeah. of, it was two pictures, I think, one with your head in the toilet. Oh, dude, I, like, so we put, I had to convince my wife to do this. She did not want to do this at all. She's not coming? No, she does, but she's, she, one, doesn't like being in photos that get posted on my social media. Okay. She's one of those women that thinks she looks ugly all the time, even though, I mean, she's beautiful. Uh, 
so she hates that so I had to convince her she needs to be in it because she has to be holding the pregnancy test and I need to be one in the back like oh shit I can't believe this <laughs> happening hand on my face disgusted expression uh, and then when we found out that it was going to be a girl I posted a photo of me looking extremely sad it was all comedy like yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm obsessed with my daughter she's the greatest thing I've ever accomplished in my life so uh, but yeah I always like poking fun like even yesterday I got to meet the great Muda for the second time but I figured now's the time in my career that I don't really care if anyone looks at me like a fan in the back I'm doing great my career is doing great Uh, I'm financially stable I'm able to kind of call my own shots in wrestling so I was just like fuck it I love great Muda let's get a picture with him so I asked Brian Let's grab him, let's get a picture of me and Brian Cage with Muda, and I posted it online. And everyone else would probably be like, oh, this is amazing, blah, 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 I'm so happy to meet Great Muda, but I was like, no, this needs to be funny. So I posted the picture, and I said, look at this picture of Great Muda and Brian Cage that I photoshopped myself into. And everyone thought it was hilarious. And it's like, everyone else would want, they would be like, no, but what, what if people actually think you were photoshopped? Yeah. It's like, I don't give a fuck. The picture was for me. Like, yeah. it's not for the fans. Like, this is just content for me to make people laugh or jealous. Uh, so, yeah, I try and utilize literally everything and anything to entertain people, especially if I'm making it public. But in reality, I'll get that picture framed and put it in my home, and I'll be happy and I'll have the memory forever. I, I was backstage myself at the show, and I wanted to, but, I, you know, like you said about looking as a fan, and even though I'm doing what I'm doing on my end of right. things, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so afraid of Dude, uh, trust pissing me. people off. Trust me, I understand it, and that's what I was saying, like, those things cross my mind, and I have to just eliminate them and just kind of tell myself, look, at the end of the day, when my career is done, none of these people that would judge me will be in my house. Yeah. But I want that picture in my house. Mm-hmm. I want the memory to be there forever, so screw it, like, I don't mind looking away or whatever, it's like, if you're going to be mad at me for wanting to get a picture of someone that I'm a fan of, go nuts. You need to figure your own shit out, dude. Well, um, like I said, you know, uh, you didn't you didn't get yelled at yeah. for the uh, for the camera, dude. No, 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 okay. no. You're all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that too, like, I don't know. Like, we. I'm trying to do something different and special, and I might push the boundaries a little bit, getting people to literally walk out on my entrance yeah. with me. But at the end of the day, it's exposure for the company. Uh, on my channel and the way I edit it it might make the place look pretty cool and hopefully it draws in more fans the next time okay okay yeah uh, well you got a new fan right here I gotta catch up on my YouTube most of the time is you gotta like, hit that subscribe button oh I'm gonna click on that anyway yeah uh, hey you wanna know the easiest way to find it uh, all you gotta do is go to playedbyjulian.com and everything is there oh man he just, he just did a plug and I ain't even finished with the interview yet <laughs> Good Lord. I mean, you have so many things. Like, I have so many questions to ask. Um, I, I can't even think of on the top of my head because yeah. you're just talking about being a fan, being all ego. Well, then again, all ego. Where did that come from? Uh, was me and my cousin were trying to think of a new character for me. Uh, at the time, I was just kind of sick of doing the fake movie star thing. And I wanted something more grounded, more based in reality, and something that people can actually like relate to. And uh, I figured an egomaniac is perfect, but trying to get a little spin on it and just being blatantly up front, like, that's all I am. It's 100% ego. So, uh, also, um, I just thought about it, but the impact, the last impact episode as of right now was a retro impact. Yep. And you were like this world champion. Julian Cumberbund. I, I forgot the uh, title name. Yeah, like, yeah. It was like the Continental. Yeah, the International Commonwealth Heavyweight Champion or something like that. But also, your manager. Yes. Your, uh, Sonny Sanders. Sonny Sanders. Played which, by Sammy Callahan with which, a clean shaven face. Which was a direct shoot. 
and Jim Cornette. I mean, you guys could say that. Uh, At least as a fan, I can say it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Me. The tennis uh, racket. I mean, yeah, sure. I guess. Tennis <laughs> racket and the flopping and the everything. I'm just waiting for Jim. Oh, yeah, oh my god. I mean, I know they have their little beefs and, and whatever, but uh, yeah, it's uh, not my business. <laughs> I just You're sipping your told. tea, aren't you? Yeah, I just I just like to sit back and watch. No, but that was a great episode of Impact. We were just, me, my partner and I were watching it, and we we're just like, "What is going on?" Like, fun though, right? It was just, it was just like the uh, WWE doing the uh, South Paul wrestling, and I'm like, I was afraid for it because it was train wreck friendly. What if people like this more than Impact? So people do like it, and they want more of it. So I pitched to Scott more that uh, we film it separately and just upload it on our app. So like, people always want content and. and charging $7.99 so at the end of the day we got to give new fresh things for people to want to see on the app and I think if we film just like a Netflix series where they kind of dump the whole thing on it people can binge watch it mm-hmm. it'd be great you could film the whole thing in a weekend really and it's not going to tarnish people's bodies because of the wrestling style back then so it would be an easy fun way for guys to make a little extra money and for Impact to be able to provide new fresh content for their app and that's actually funny because your table right here is next to downtown Daddy Brown, which is Willie Mac. Willie Mac, yeah. Which was like a uh, not a shot, but it was like a uh, it was like a uh, homage to Junkyard Dog. I think a little bit of Junkyard Dog and a little bit of Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, he's the everyday man. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. It, it was. Just, I mean, I guess because he's black. It. I'm black too. <laughs> uh, I just saw a Junkyard Dog, and that was it. Yeah. So, but um, like I said. You know, you got all this going on, Evolve, you got Impact. What are you looking forward to in the future, mostly? Like, Honestly, if there was just, a ever uh, goal. Making enough money to to wrestle less or to travel less just so I can be going with my favorite. There's no, like, ultimate goal or ultimate contract or nothing. Like, I'm, I'm cool if I even leave wrestling and go on to do something else. For me, at this point, as long as I'm entertaining people, and that's my job is to be an entertainer, and I'm making enough money to be home more days than I'm gone, I'm happy. You know, you're one of the few wrestlers I ever talked to that talks about that you would you just care less most about. I'm not saying you care less about wrestling, but you want to go home to your kid. More yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I know openly, uh, Kevin Steen, he's the same way. No, like, look, want, I love my job. Like, there's no. I'm not saying that I don't like doing this or I don't. Love I'm sorry, I just named it, drop another Canadian. No, no, you're good. You're good. We we have a lot of similarities. Um, it, yeah, it's definitely not that I don't love doing this. It's just at the end of the day, there's way more important things in my life and way bigger priorities in my life that this is not the be-all end-all of my life anymore. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, a lot of times, and I'm not talking about old wrestlers, they will walk around their you know, knees bowed and shuffling like old jazz musicians. I mean, I'm going to be doing that in the next couple of years for sure, but... Uh, you don't do a lot of high spots. Uh, yeah, you're right, you're right. Uh, it's honestly, it's not even the wrestling, it's the... Doing a physical wrestling and then just jumping in a car or being thrown on a plane and then having to be crammed up and it's it's not a comfortable thing for someone that's six two two hundred and fifty pounds. No, and I'm like, I'm six feet or six one and you know it, I, I was discussing this uh, a while ago and I said as far as being a performer or whatever like the travel is just it's the worst part. It, it's the worst part. Like if you can get out your bed and drive. 20 minutes to the venue and that's it then it wouldn't be as bad 100% and you make that same amount of money yep well like this weekend I was telling my wife it's like a vacation other than the fact that like it's constant working because like 
we do the signings, and then the wrestling shows, and then I'm doing the high spots interviews at night. But the hotel and the venue are stone's throw away from each other, so when as soon as I'm done, I can just go lay down in a bed five minutes later, and I don't have to hop in a car, I can just walk across the street. And to not have to travel in between shows gives me better night's sleep, it gives me more rest, lets my body heal after my matches, so I, I, I'm hoping that I get more wrestle cades, wrestle cons, wrestle this, and hopefully more conventions and, and days where I'm in the same location for three days. And plus you don't do a whole lot of partying like most of the guys. I don't, no. You just like wrestle, yep. uh, contact the family, and you eat and then you go to bed. And by the way, there's downtown Daddy Brown right next to us. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, can I tell, I also tell people in terms of wrestling, that uh, it's not as fake as they say. That's why I don't like to use the F word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, people get beat up. I see injuries in the ring. And I For sure. Going to YouTube and pulling up injuries in wrestling. Like Sid Vicious breaking his leg. Yeah, it's real. So, it's um, a fake leg. I, I had to admit, somebody walked in on me walk, watching the North match, and uh, it was against LAX. You know, you retired, though. And it was like, oh, my God, they get to walk out and have beers with each other. I'm like, dude. That shit hurts. Yeah. Especially in Mexico. Their ring is like cement. Like this floor that we're on right now, that's what the ring is like. So, yeah, it's uh, definitely not fake. And we don't just go out and have beers after. Actually, half the time, I'm laying down in the back, kind of trying to not catch my breath, but like let the cold of the ground just hit my muscles and kind of heal it as best as I can. Cold of the ground hitting the muscles. That's the same thing with Dusty, dude. Yeah. Um, But, you know... um, I, I, I do drills and I'm not even a wrestler. Yeah. And it just hurts running the ropes yeah, doing man. this and doing that. So a lot of times when people say, oh, it's fake, I tell them, like, get in the ring. I'll, I'll yeah, call somebody it. if I can. Like, you know, if I have your number, like, you're in town. Ethan, he'll, he'll have you do it. Yeah, try it. So That's all I get to just try it. Try it once. But anyway, um, I'm going to go ahead and close up because sure, we've, been, we've been talking like old friends. Yeah. So, uh, you have anything to plug besides YouTube? Uh, PlayedByJulian.com has everything and anything you need. Uh, I have a weekly blog that comes out every single Wednesday. Uh, if you follow one social media, I suggest Twitter. Other than that, if you want to support me, you can. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Ethan Page. Or again, there's a clickable link on PlayedByJulian.com. So, how's the audience compared to the Bucks? Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> They're taking over the world. I, I did a blog. I did a vlog too, but, you know, being me, you know, I get like 100 Views or something, I'm, I'm, I'm creeping close to 10,000 a week, which is pretty good for me. Uh, you should be getting paid. I, I do. By, by YouTube. I do. I make a couple dollars a month. It's not not, yeah. uh, not good, not bad. It's just uh, I don't do it for the money right now. It's definitely not no, no. financially a good thing yet. Uh, I've put more into it like with my computer and editing software, cameras, and all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, eventually, hopefully, we'll start making a little bit of money. Well, not to put a cheap plug, but I watch Otter videos and they make like what a hundred a day, a hundred oh, yeah. a day, hundred thousand a day, and you know it's something about animals. That, They're adorable. Yeah. So, but anyway, uh, Ethan, uh, played by Julian. Hell yeah. Thank you very much for the interview. Uh, let's exchange numbers um, outside of this. So sweet. That's it for me. Thanks, man. All right. Okay, so that was all ego Ethan Page with that nice, friendly, and wonderful interview. Uh, I can't say too much more about the man that I haven't already said before, except for the words that I'm sorry. It took two years for me to find this and to release this on my own podcast. So really, Ethan, um, I I owe him many, many times because this, even though it was a loosely based and fun interview 
I enjoyed it and I should have uh, kept my property secure like my hard drive which I had to rebuild all over again but thank God I had backup to uh, save that so anyway um, hope you enjoyed the interview meanwhile that is my treat to you I am thankful for uh, retrieving this file um, thankful for Ethan Page to uh, even sit down and have the time to interview hopefully I wish he was going to be there at WrestleCade this year but unfortunately with his AEW uh, duties and schedule he couldn't make it so hopefully down the line we get to meet up and we get to network again since we I, we lost so much during the pandemic and maybe you'll find me at an AEW taping or Ethan Page's uh, vlog through AEW man can only dream but anyway for those who want to find Ethan Page you can go on his Twitter at official ego and on Instagram under official underscore ego and if you have a problem with me saying his usernames you can always go to playbyjulian.com and look up all his material you know because people um, I don't know who does websites anymore compared to social media but I'm not here to judge I'm just envious of the guy well that wraps it up for this episode so for those who are coming down to Russellcade, I can't wait to see you. Those who I missed at Russellcade, I apologize. And those who I've seen at Russellcade, glad to have a time with you unless otherwise noted. So for that, I am the Sensational One Shinblade. Closing out this special edition of Shy Lounge. More interviews to be done later. More subjects to be done. And I'm out.